their chats are being read and they are no longer end to end encrypted but that really wasn't the problem there the problem there is that whatsapp facebook google and companies like this even for that matter jio and something as say new as daily hunt they all try to profile users and this is basically a computerized way to learn more about us and understand what we like what we don't like and uh, what we are more likely to click on what we are more likely to buy and things like that and the whole point is that it helps companies optimize whatever they're trying to sell to us for facebook and google that is of course keeping our attention for companies like say amazon or any other business it's about selling something and while profiling has often been called bad and there are adverse effects of it there are also good things and it's very simple to know what the good things are but before we go to that let's quickly understand how this works profiling at the very core is actually done by machines it's not humans who are sitting and looking at you as a person it's literally computers who look at metadata which is basically data about data they look at all of this they look at things we do on the internet they remember things we click on they remember how long we hovered on a particular link how long we stayed on a website how much we spent on an e-commerce website and things like that and by doing all of this these algorithms basically learn about us and about the people around us and then they try to tailor searches and search results and news feeds and things like that to us so that we are more likely to click on things that we see and of course traditional wisdom that has come out of silicon valley usually has been that this is good for you right because whatever you're seeing is more relevant to you and why wouldn't you like that and in a way it's true because the simple truth about profiling is that if they weren't doing this you wouldn't have the facebook news feed and the google search that you have in fact the reason why over half of the posts that we see on facebook are things that we really want to click on is because they know so much about us the reason why you always find what you're looking for within the top 2 searches on google is because they know you so well and that of course is a good thing because you wouldn't be using google and facebook the way you are unless they were useful to you in fact that is why this whole whatsapp issue has come up in a way why are people so worried that they read our chats and so on i mean when you walk into a store and you're let's say talking to a friend do you really tell the store that you will not accept its rules no right you walk into a restaurant and you do accept a restaurant's rules but somehow when it comes to facebook or whatsapp we tend to say no you cannot make this rule and if you think back to how things work naturally the only reason we do that is because intrinsically we now believe that these services are essential 
when the moment you think something is essential the rules change it's like if tomorrow somebody told you if you want rice sugar and you know wheat you have to give me your data would that be okay no right so what facebook and all are saying is that listen we are trying to do a business we need to earn money but what we are saying is that no this is an essential business you cannot say that either i give you my data or you do not give me the service and there's merit in both sides except the problem is that in this case facebook might be right because there is no law at the moment that says that they can't do this and governments have to figure out regulations around this they have to figure out whether such things are allowed and i have to really appreciate the indian government here because the letter that they sent to whatsapp telling them to withdraw the new privacy policy that's actually bang on about this they have told whatsapp that listen we are working on a data privacy bill you know that consent is one of the most important parts of that bill so you cannot impose a privacy policy like this at this point and of course the government has also sent a list of detailed questions to whatsapp asking how do you profile users and what kind of data do you have what are your data security policies and all of that and that just shows you that the government also wants to learn it wants to know how exactly all of this happens because that is how we can make laws against it or for it or basically that is how we can regulate this now as good as profiling is for us there are actually some really bad elements of this as well in fact nathan newman a research fellow at new york university had written in a paper that behavioral profiling can be really bad for the overall economy because behavioral profiling doesn't just allow them to target products towards us that are relevant to us it also lets them figure out our economic situation and create prices accordingly so you could look at this as it will only be as much as you can afford or you could look at this as it will be literally as much as you could afford so essentially it will help companies drive the most amount of value out of each consumer and that pretty much takes away your bargaining power after all when was the last time you went to amazon and bargained for a product right and that's just one example of course the biggest example of why profiling is bad for users is the cambridge analytica scandal that had happened with facebook back in 2018 in a huge whistleblower expose it came out that a company called cambridge analytica had harvested about 87 million facebook profiles in order to influence elections and they did this by basically skirting facebook's rules around how data can be used by its partners and you know how how they can make money out of it or what they can do out of it and again in this case facebook took a lot of beating facebook took a lot of criticism and this whole debate around profiling has really sparked after that but this was all happening before that as well and profiling at the end of the day is putting us within what many privacy experts have called walled gardens for instance look at the technology section of google news why do we only see leak stories about phones why do we only see stories about gadgets or maybe a new cyber scam or a whatsapp scam why do we only see that on google's technology news it's because that's what people are reading it's because profiling algorithms don't just take us into account they take our general area the people around us all of that into account so they're not tailoring 
the news or any kind of information just to you they are actually tailoring it to a whole subset which they think is similar to you as a result the fact that more people read about phones and gadgets and all is what is populating that section of the website but what happens to all the other news about technology and all the other ways technology is affecting our lives what happens to news about tech policy all of that does not show up there these are just some examples of how profiling can be negative for you as well but what happens most of the times is that we sit and we say hey facebook and google are to blame and like i said that's because we think these are essential services we also have to think why we can't do anything about it we should at least try right for example i haven't used google search in a long long time now i'm not saying that means google search is bad or that you should do that as well but i follow a very simple rule for anything that is non essential things like say searching for the cast of a movie or a tv show i use google search for that because let's face it google is great at that but in most other cases i am using say bing search or i am using duckduckgo and that's not because those are necessarily better but it just gives me more reference because what i do is even if i do have to search for something on google i go and i compare that on bing i look at look for the same thing on duckduckgo and yes the searches are different but the amount of information i have is also much more and that that just helps me in the long run the question here is why did we suddenly agree to the fact that everything needs to be served at us who said news should be served to you why do we need ads to be relevant to us didn't we all grow up watching ads on television from the highest bidder why do we need to be told what restaurants are good around us why can't we just find out these are just simple questions i'm just saying that things work naturally in a way and they can still work that way at least to an extent when tech companies started off doing all of this they actually wanted to replicate that natural order as well but yeah things seem to have gone awry over time but yeah things seem to have gone awry over time that does not mean that you as the consumer cannot do anything at all though you could try to browse you could try to find things yourself instead of just depending on google or any other app for that matter and this is important not just because of you and how it's affecting you and me it's because the choices that we are making today we meaning the people who have access to the internet that will affect people who do not have access to the internet as well because like i said these are collective decisions that are impacting decisions by everybody else so when somebody comes up to the internet for the first time the algorithms don't know anything about them but the algorithms do know things about people around them which happens to be us and that of course will decide the things they see as well i personally think that's definitely something worth remembering at the end of the day profiling is a way of doing business and it's an accepted way of doing business now whether it will remain or not will be decided by world governments and there's not much you and i can do about that but what we can do is influence that by making our own choices the problem here is consent but consent only comes into play when we actually make choices so go ahead browse because that is the easiest way for us to make choices 
So that's it for today. I shall be back this very week with another segment where I take on some misconceptions about technology. Until then, tell me what you want me to cover. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. It's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. Or you can write to me at podcast.hindustantimes.com. Talk to you next time. This was a Live Mint production. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.